I'm Kim Thomas. 25 new cases of the coronavirus were found across Huelvar yesterday, the latest figures from Public Health Wales show. The majority were found in Carmarthenshire, which saw 18 new cases of the virus. Pembrokeshire had four cases and Ceredigion three. To date, 2,037 cases have been found across the three counties. That's 443 in Pembrokeshire, 175 in Ceredigion and 1,419 in Carmarthenshire. Across Wales, 674 new cases were confirmed from 8,849 tests. Two protesters have been arrested outside the Penali camp for obstructing a police officer and racially aggravated offences. Superintendent Anthony Evans, Divisional Commander for Pembrokeshire, said David Powers Police is continuing to work to ensure that everyone's voices are heard safely and peacefully at the Penali Asylum Accommodation Centre. Protests have continued at the site on Saturday, October the 17th, with approximately 55 protesters in attendance with minimal disturbances. Unfortunately, yet again, we had to take action against a small minority. We have made it clear previously that those committing criminal offences will be prosecuted and today saw the arrest of a 58-year-old woman on suspicion of obstruction of a police officer and a 30-year-old man on suspicion of obstructing police and racially aggravated Section 5 public order. Both remain in police custody currently. The RNLI is reminding the public to check tide times before walking on the coast this weekend as the high spring tides reach a peak on Sunday. Spring tides happen twice every month throughout the year without regard to the season. During this time, the earth, sun and moon are lined up in a row which results in greater gravitational pull on the earth and meaning the oceans swell more than normal. This makes the high tides higher and the low tides lower than other days throughout the month. Haverford West Town Council had the annual meeting on Friday. Councillor Alan Buckfield was appointed as Mayor and Admiral of the Port of Haverford West. Councillor Chris Evans was appointed as Deputy Mayor and Councillor Richard Blacklaw-Jones was appointed as Sheriff. The rollout of cashless payment machines in Pembrokeshire County Council's car parks is continuing this month. Cashless payments can now be accepted at Dale, Goodick, Parog and on a second machine at St Thomas Green, Haverford West. Over the next few months, 36 machines across the county will be converted to accept cashless payment. The move follows a decision by the authorities' cabinet in 2019 to phase out traditional cash machines. The council cabinet member for infrastructure, Councillor Phil Baker, said people tend to carry less cash these days and being able to use a card means far less worry about having the correct change. Motorists who regularly use car parks can apply for a prepaid permit via the council's website, Hyperlink. And finally, a reminder that as from Friday, anyone from a Covid hotspot from anywhere in the UK is banned from entering Wales. Those living in parts of Scotland and England without local restrictions can still travel into sections of Wales that are not under local lockdown, i.e. Gwynedd, Powys and Pembrokeshire. Also, Wales First Minister Mark Drakeford will be making a statement on Monday regarding a possible firebreak lockdown. The latest updates on these matters are available on the Pure West Radio website and Facebook page. That's it. You're up to date with the Pembrokeshire News with me, Kim Thomas, here on Pure West Radio. 
This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire. It's like strawberries on a summer evening, and it sounds just like a song. I want more berries and that summer feeling. It's so wonderful and warm. Breathe me in, breathe me out. I don't know if I could ever go without. I'm just thinking out loud. I don't know if I could ever go without. Watermelon sugar, I. Watermelon sugar, I. Watermelon sugar. Sunday morning, it's the 18th of October and you are listening to your Pure West Farm and Country Show with me, Sarah Miller. And I hope you've had a really good week over the past seven days. Lots been going on on the political front, which we will come to in the show. Uh, got loads of good music as well uh, this week. Another one from Madonna and uh, also the Kings and Queens later in the show. But first off, we'll be hearing from uh, NFU President John Davis as he responds to Boris, uh, read the UK and EU negotiations. And following on from that, we hear from the FUW because they say the rejection to protect food import standards is a betrayal of the public and farmers. And we'll have a look at that in a bit more detail. And also dairy farmers need to rethink EU staff soaring. Staff sourcing, sorry. I mean, we're coming to the 31st of December faster than we know how. Obviously, lots of distractions on the way with potentially new lockdowns and so on and so forth. But um, 
Yeah, we've uh, we've still got to keep our finger on the pulse of what's happening out there in the political world. Plus, we'll have a roundup of the market prices and hopefully we'll take a look at the long range weather forecast, which I got about nearly right this week. It has been nice the back end of this week, but uh, it's not looking too brilliant for next week. So if you can stay with me for the next hour, you are listening to your Pure West Farm and Country Show with me, Sarah Miller.
into uh, Madonna there with a ray of light. Now, the NFU Cymru president, John Davis, who's a bit incensed, says news that the UK should ready itself for a no deal is a hugely concerning for Welsh farmers and the thousands of people and businesses whose livelihoods depend on the sector. Now, the importance of the EU export market to the Welsh farming industry cannot be overstated. Under a no-deal scenario, agri-food products would attract eye-wateringly high tariffs, effectively pricing Welsh farmers out of their nearest and most lucrative export market. And I think when we looked at it before Christmas uh, last year, when these tariff numbers were being banded around, we were looking at something like 55% on Welsh beef and Welsh lamb. Now, that's the tariff, I mean. Uh, now, for some time, NFU Cymru has warned that a no-deal outcome would be disastrous for our sector. We therefore sincerely hope that both the UK and the EU can find a way through this apparent impasse. With a transition period due in the just 10 weeks, we are indeed heading for a no-deal outcome. Then this leaves businesses with a little time to prepare, particularly the farming industry, given the long-term production cycles the industry operates to. It would mean farmers very shortly finding themselves operating in an incredibly difficult marketplace and one which would be completely at odds that was promised by those advocating Brexit. Given the hugely detrimental effect of a no-deal scenario would have on the farming sector, it is absolutely vital that both the UK and the EU continue to negotiate on a free trade agreement and prioritise securing a tariff-free, quota-free deal as soon as is possible. I think what with everything going on with the COVID pandemic and will we be in lockdown or won't we be in lockdown? And as it's, as we say, 10 weeks to obviously the 31st of December, I think we're all in for a pretty rough ride, unfortunately. Man, Pembrokeshire is so lovely. I just wish that I could go and see it all, you know. If only I could learn to drive. Hello? Charlie James? Your time has come. Who are you? I'm Simon Mottram from Fast Track Driving School, and you, Charlie, are coming with me. They call me baby driver. A real-life story of self-discovery, driving, and Pembrokeshire. Fast Track Charlie, in association with Fast Track Driving School. Book a lesson at 01437 767 686 or go to fasttrackdrivingschool.co.uk for more information on their offers, including lessons for under 17. At Teas R Us, our services range from one-off t-shirt printing and slogans to embroidered clothing and uniforms for business and clubs. Whether your design needs to look crisp and professional or it's just a bit of fun, our experienced embroiders and t-shirt printers offer high-quality products at very competitive prices. Remember, if your business needs to look like a team, we can help design a logo and embroider it or screen print it onto quality clothing, especially on workwear or for sports clubs and schools. Personalised clothing from Teas R Us. We can take care of it all. Find us at Rumbleway Service Station New Hedges, 10B in Law Street, Pembroke Dock and Prendergast in Haverford West. Teas R Us. Follow Pure West Radio on Facebook. Wait a second. Search for Pure West Radio. Now excuse me if I sound rude, but I love the way that you move, and I see me all over you now. Baby, when I look in your eyes, there's no way that I can disguise all these crazy thoughts in my mind now.
spell you got me under I see fireworks and we touch Your body fits a mind like a glove Let them say whatever they want It's too late cause you're in my blood Pure West Radio.
to a new edition there with Candy Girl. Now, the Farmers' Union of Wales has reacted with anger and dismay at the House of Commons' rejection to enshrine in law measures that would protect consumers and producers from substandard food imports. MPs voted by 332 to 279 votes, a majority of 53, to reject the amendment to the Agricultural Bill, which would have ensured food under any future trade deal would have to meet UK animal welfare and food safety rules. Now, the FUW President Glyn Roberts said this government has sacrificed our industry at the altar, paving the way for lower quality food to come into this country rather than standing by their manifesto commitments. We believe it was a grave error on their part to oppose the amendments in this way and once again their promises to look after our industry and protect consumers and producers alike, well, they're just empty words. Mr Roberts added that blocking the amendment, which would protect UK farmers and consumers from food produced to lower health, welfare and environmental standards at a time when the importance of protecting the food security and health of the nation was at the top of the agenda beggars belief. Furthermore, without such strict standards enshrined in law, there is a chance we will see an increase in unfair competition and lower standards while also threatening a trade deal with the EU or increasing costly checks at the EU border. 
This bill is considered to be the most important piece of UK legislation in relation to food and farming for more than 70 years and it is a sad indictment of the Brexit process and those who made numerous promises regarding to protect our markets and standards after the withdrawal period to deliberately allow a lowering of current standards and instigate a race to the bottom. The government, he added, made a manifesto commitment to maintain standards which protects our animal welfare, plants, environment and people in future trade deals, a commitment that has been neglected repeatedly. They have so far failed the public and gone back on their word, breaking their manifesto commitment. When we met the Minister for International Trade, Ranil Jawanda, a few weeks ago, there was a lot of talk of trusting the government to do the right thing. Well, this is not it. He says, we will discuss this at our up-and-coming Livestock Wool and Martin Hill Farming and Marginal Land Committee meeting with a view of publishing a full list of all the MPs who have betrayed their constituents by voting against this amendment, said Mr Roberts. What a good idea. I hope he does that. It'll be interesting to see who's who's on that list. But it, but this is an, a, an absolute disgrace and uh, the fallout will be felt long into the future. Rose, please. <laughs> Summertime. Y'all 
reminisce about the days growing up and the first person you kiss. And as I think back, makes me wonder how the smell from a grill can spark up nostalgia. All the kids playing out front, little boys messing around with the girls playing double dutch. While the DJ spinning a tune as the old folks dance at your family reunion. Then six o'clock rolls around. You just finished wiping your car down. It's time to cruise, so you go to the summertime, hang out, it looks like a car show. Everybody come looking real fine, fresh from the barbershop, applying the beauty salon. Every moment fronting and maxing, chilling in the car, they spend all day waxing, leaning to the side, but you can't speed through two miles an hour, so everybody sees you. There's an air of love and of happiness, and this is the Fresh Prince's new definition of summer madness.
welcome back to your Pure West Farm and Country show. And that was uh, old Sam Cook there. We're twisting the night away. Now, again, another impact of Brexit, December the 31st. All the staff that uh, we use uh, on dairy farms, a lot of them come from Europe. Now, let's say don't be caught out by thinking dairy farm staff from the EU will continue to flow into the UK under the new immigration system. That starts from January the 1st. And this is from Rachel Maidley, who uh, is a consultant with Kite. But she stresses there are opportunities for dairy farmers to rethink their staffing policies and make them more sustainable post-Brexit. Dairy farmers rely on EU labour to a much higher extent than the rest of the livestock sector, which tends to use more family labour. The industry also has some units that rely on a system that involves a high turnover of EU staff, and these are going to find it challenging to bring in farm staff in the same way. Now, under the new legislation, only those workers that meet the criteria for highly skilled and or skilled or those on the shortage occupation list will have access to the UK jobs market. And most agricultural workers, including general farm workers and milker, are not classified as being in parts of those groups. Now, while this will prove disruptive for some businesses, there is also an opportunity to improve labour management policies. As an industry, we have not been good at attracting and retaining good local labour. Now is the time to look at how you can change that. Look at working conditions and hours. How can they be improved or adapted to attract and meet local labour opportunities? Do you offer training and career progression? And how yourself do you make a career on your dairy farm more attractive? Rachel also believes that the COVID-19 epidemic will bring labour opportunities. Sectors such as hospitality have been badly hit and many of the skills from this sector are transferring into dairy farming. Think about how you can attract more workers from other sectors to fill vacancies left by a lack of EU labour. Now, the dairy industry's reliance on labour from the EU was something that was never particularly sustainable, but it has been thrown into clearer focus by the changes that will take place on January the 1st, 2021. Investing in recruiting and training good staff is money well spent. It will increase business efficiency and in the long run help build resilience in the business, she concludes. So some uh, some good advice there, yes, because uh, a lot of people are facing the awful uh, situation of uh, being in unemployment due to COVID-19. So um, there are opportunities on both sides for success. Over 5 million homes are at risk of flooding, yet many people don't realise they're in danger. Even if you've never been flooded before, it can happen to you. Protect your family and home. Prepare, act, survive. Prepare a bag including medicines and insurance documents. Act by moving important items upstairs or as high as possible. Survive by listening to emergency services. Search what to do in a flood and sign up to flood warnings on gov.uk. <laughs> Loch Farm Ice Cream. Handmade delicious ice cream using the milk of their 350 free-range cows right here from their Pembrokeshire family farm. Come and try the extensive range of flavours which include traditional banana, blackberry, chocolate, coffee, ginger, lemon, Pembrokeshire honey, Pembrokeshire salted caramel, raspberry truffle, pistachio, strawberry and many more at their newly opened shop on the Riverside, Haverford West. They offer a range of sizes from small tubs and cones to eat on the go or insulated takeaway tubs for you to enjoy at your own pleasure. Loch Myler Farm Ice Cream. Action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. Put a lot of faces up, cause I don't want to fall in love. If I ever did that, I think I'd have a heart attack. 
never put my love out on the line Never said yes to the right guy Never had trouble getting what I want But when it comes to you, I'm never good enough When I don't care I can play them like a Ken doll Won't wash my hair Then make them bounce like a basketball Break a sweat for the other guys When you come around I get paralyzed And every time I try to be myself It comes out wrong like a cry for help It's just not fair Brings more trouble than love is worth I guess Time of the week, it's when I bring you our market prices, and we whiz down to Whitland uh, for last Tuesday, the 13th. And uh, we're looking at some uh, cull cows now. Uh, the farmer short price for dairy was 87.6, for non farmer short was 74.5, the average price for dairy 84, and there were 22 forward. On the beef, uh, farmer short was 105.5 pence per kilogram, non-farmer short 91.5, with the average being 100.8 pence per kilogram, and there were six forward. But all cull cows, 
they averaged uh, 87.6 pence per kilogram and they were 28 forward altogether. Now, sheep, uh, light lambs averaged uh, 183 pence per kilogram. Standard lambs were 191.8 pence per kilogram. They were 63 forward. Medium, 189.5. They were 87 forward. The heavy ones, they averaged 186.2 pence per kilogram, 63 forward. And the SSQ, SQQ, sorry, was 187.7 with 168 forward. And total cull use, uh, there were 66 forward. They averaged 75, 75 pounds and 90 pence. Per, no, the top price was 75 pounds and 90. And the average was 70 pounds, 80 pence per head. And that just about wraps up your market prices for this week.
It's that time of the week. It's when I bring you our market prices. And we whiz down to Whitland uh, for last Tuesday, the 13th. And uh, we're looking at some uh, cull cows. Now, uh, the farmer short price for dairy was 87.6. For non-farmer short was 74.5. The average price for dairy, 84. And there were 22 forward. On the beef, uh, farmer short was 105.5 pence per kilogram. Non-farmer short, 91.5, with the average being 100.8 pence per kilogram. And there were six forward. But all cull cows, they averaged... Uh, 87.6 pence per kilogram and there were 28 forward altogether. Now sheep, uh, light lambs averaged uh, 183 pence per kilogram. Standard lambs were 191.8 pence per kilogram, there were 63 forward. Medium 189.5, there were 87 forward. The heavy ones, they averaged 186.2 pence per kilogram, 63 forward. And the SSQ, SQQ, sorry, was 187.7 with 168 forward. And total cull use, uh, there were 66 forward. They averaged 75 pounds and 90 pence. Per, no, the top price was 75 pounds 90. And the average was 70 pounds 80 pence per head. And that just about wraps up your market prices for this week. For Pembrokeshire, from Pembrokeshire, see the action live from our studios in Haverford West at purewestradio.com and on our Facebook page, Pure West Radio. If I could turn back time, if I could find a way, Rides like a knife, it can cut deep inside Words are like weapons, they wound sometimes I didn't really mean to hurt you